Hey guys, welcome to the first crypto catch up for 2023. Tommy, how you doing? I'm good, man. How are you, Pat? Fantastic. I ate too much. Big gut. We on this. We on this. Yeah, so. Back to the gym was, was tough this week. But you started already. Yeah, I started two sessions in. Week as the proverbial, the word that I won't say on the podcast. I'm still just trying to make up the excuse that my shoelaces need changing before I can go. Shoelaces? Yeah, got to change them. Oh, you just got to change, gotta change yeah, it. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Blown out. Good as any excuse, yeah, Well, yeah, really, at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All ladies are lifting more than me in the gym this year so far. But that's on trend. I guess, I guess it is. Yeah. yeah. Surely there's videos across the internet so, moving that. I think that we should end that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first episode for the year. I've had a bit of a hiatus. I think everyone's kind of taking a bit of a break. The markets weren't really, really doing too much. Everyone's having a bit of turkey every Christmas or whatever it is you like to feast on. Getting the hell out of the way after 2022. What a shitstorm that was. Shitstorm's but, uh, a good way to say. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was. But, you know, back into it again. Back into it. Good little, it's a good little start to the year. Has been. Very weeks. So very positive. It's exciting. We, uh, we, we're kind of talking about it earlier. We do mm. think it's kind of short term at the moment but, yeah. but definitely one to watch and i mean just any kind of good news we're going to just grab onto it at this stage right following what's happened last year so that's it any but week without a black swan is good is yeah. a good thing well i mean we were talking about it on the way to getting a bit of sushi before but i think you know this year we're all about the white swans white swans this year we want white swans and yeah. you know we'll take anything else in between but no more blacks please no, um that's right but to cover off today, just a few things. Uh, like we'll move into, I guess, our thoughts on the market as always. Sort of touch on the next key events to really watch out for. There are a few coming this week, so just be careful. We've got some updates on some assets. Dot news. Now, this is one that sort of missed everyone towards the end of last year with the fallout of FTX, but got a, a pretty important update from them. I think we'll dive into a little bit. Digital currency group, Gemini, a bit of beef there. Everyone who's on crypto Twitter's, I guess, been seeing a bit of shade being thrown between the Winklevoss twins and Barry Silbit. So we'll give that a bit of a breakdown and hopefully try and inform everyone of what's happening there. And then we've just got a few other bits and pieces that we'll, we'll run over. First off, markets, what are you thinking, Tommy? Like you just said, yeah. running hot. Yeah, yeah, running yeah. hot, running hot to start a year. I mean, we're not getting carried away with it just yet, but I mean, some of the altcoins are having a pretty decent run. We, we were talking about Solana earlier. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Solana got absolutely decimated after the FTX fallout. So, yep. you know, just kind of reclaiming a bit of lost ground from Q4, but but definitely, yeah, definitely want to watch. I mean, people people still in the market accumulating assets like Cardano. We talked about, um, sorry, Solana and yep. assets like Cardano. People are kind of, you know, staking these assets. They're happy to kind of accumulate mm. and add to their stack. Yeah. So a lot of those assets have been running in the last couple of weeks, I think. Did you see Vitalik talk about, he did like a little Twitter post about no, Solana? Didn't see that one. I won't remember verbatim. I never yeah. do. But it was essentially along the lines of like, he's still seeing value in that network. Devs are working. Like in, they're still In Cardano? No, no, in Solana. Oh, in Solana. Yeah, right. Yeah, just the idea that, you know, everyone's seen the institutional money come in, go out the door. Yeah. But this just basically saying the community, actually what drives it is still there. It's still doing what it has always done. Um, they're problem solving at the moment. So like, kind of like, like I put XRP... Cardano and Solana mm. into that same bracket of having yep. a lot of activity, generally a lot of activity, and then strong communities. They're just building strong communities. Yeah. So community is everything, as we as we well know. And you know, the people that kind of stand beside you or back you in when times are hard, you go through a year like twenty two. Exactly. <laughs> it's about what's left on the other side. But you know, a lot lot to look forward to, I think, for for the right companies and projects that are still standing, essentially. Mm. Yeah. No, that sounds good. good. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I pretty much have the same sort of sentiment. Like, I was watching Price over Christmas as much as I shouldn't have. Pre-Christmas, it kind of looked like we could have had a bit of an upswing, which, lo and behold, we did. But, yeah, I'm a bit cautious now. Like, you know, when things are up 40 to 150%, which is what we're seeing on some of these altcoins, yeah, like anything, you just got to ask yourself, is this sustainable? Especially the key news to watch out for is we have our first big meeting from the US Fed coming up in the next 48 hours from recording. So by the time this episode drops, we would have seen the fallout of that. But historically, it's been a very volatile event. So upside, downside, don't know. But we're basically going to find out, number one, what's the general tone and direction that the Fed want to take this year? So everyone's sort of calling that this might be the first time in the next coming months that we see the first time where interest rates don't actually go up. The first actual meeting of the FOMC who set the interest rates in the States isn't until February. So basically just going to get a consumer price index print two days from now. And that'll sort of give us a bit of an idea of what, how things are looking, I guess, on a mac- macro perspective. Get a sense yeah. check from, from Powell on. Yep. You know, people are going to, people always like to front run. Yeah. What, what the FOMC meeting will bring out well, in February, yeah. but yeah. hundred percent. It's going to be interesting to see what, how he packages up and what kind of areas he's focusing on. Yep. Start new year as well. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Other than that, I just had a bit of an update on Moonbeam, GLMR. They have a token unlock coming, releasing about 15.4 million US dollars worth of their asset in the next 24 hours. Mm. So this will be the first time a lot of significant early employees, founders, etc., will be able to access their tokens. So just be interesting to see if this influx of you know, a new supply will affect the market price in a meaningful way, just a bit more dilution. But I mean, again, very small representation of its overall market cap, but that's something pretty important from a fundamental perspective. Yeah. How's the price on it? Like from all time highs went well, down? Like everything else? Far down. Yeah. Because I was getting some at some stage. Maybe. Yeah. I was looking in, looking into, I mean, you gotta, you gotta think about when this unlock happens, are people going to, you know, is it worked our while actually realizing some of that now and, and selling into the market or, or are they going to, you know, kind of ride it out? I guess oh. anyone that's left now. We- it's only down 99.3% from oh, the all-time highs. It's not too bad. There's still points. The worst I've seen. 0.7% still there to be 100% yeah. down. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely plays on everyone's mind just to know that there's yeah, sort of events like that are coming up. Other than that, we've just seen a few big movers in the space of Gala. It's been a bit hard to ignore that one. It's been running red hot. Yeah, Last seven days, up 150% at the time of recording. Uh, we've had Fetch AI. A lot of people sort of leading into some sort of AI narrative lately, just yeah. with the whole advent of chat GPT. It's been rumored that also Microsoft is apparently talking deals to invest in openai.com to a tune of $10 billion. Still rumors, Crazy. unsubstantiated. So take that what you will. But like, there's a lot happening. And, you know, we talked about Solana and Cardano running as well. So Solana in itself is up 40% in the last seven days. It's pretty cool. I was talking to someone the other day that were talking about AI trading algorithms being yeah. the, like one of the trends of 2023. You reckon? Well, I, I don't know. Well, that's what I'm, they I'm still trying to get my head around it, but it's like, yeah. you know, what does that even mean? Like, we already have trading algorithms. So mm. what's the difference between an AI trading algorithm and a regular trading algorithm that you build, Pav? You should ask the AI. Yeah, well, that's the AI. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Yeah. Everything asks the AI question. <laughs> yeah. It's been crazy to see that thing kicking off Nuts. over the last, you know, three months. It's, yeah, it's wild. You just don't know who you're speaking to anymore. Are you speaking to a program? Are you speaking to an individual? Oh. Especially if it's typed, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's anyway, true. Creativity gone out the door. 
It is true. It's very scary how good it is. So if you haven't had a play with it, yeah, openai.com, I think it is. Yeah. I mean, you can sign up for your account, have a play. It's pretty interesting. Bit of good fun. Yeah. Um, Tell us about Dot, mate. You had some news on Dot. Yeah, Polkadot. I like this story a lot. Just want to preface that. Yeah, yeah. You big, this I do like this story. Big Tommy seal of approval, yeah. Approval. This has nothing to do with you being a Dot accumulator since 2018 Absolutely or anything. Absolutely not. No, 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 like no. no way in okay. yeah, I like this story. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a really good one. It's one that, it's a bit dated looking at it now, but um, back in December 2022, the Web3 Foundation were basically employed by dot to help i guess a lot of people look at whenever anyone talks about crypto sec they think instantly xrp right but there's actually quite a few other projects that have had the tap on the shoulder and they've been you know proactively conducting chats with bodies to help sort of go down that track of classification and regulation and all that sort of stuff and being given please explains similar um, to like token mapping and what they're talking about doing in yeah. australia with the token mapping to say yep this asset is this. x y or z yeah kind of thing yeah. correct and what Polkadot have basically come out and just formally sort of stipulated is that they're not a security, which is what XRP is currently being classified as, allegedly. They're a software. So, I mean, what's the importance here? I mean, everyone's talking about regulation. It's been a key theme in 2023, 2024, leading into the next cycle. If we have the precedent set that, you know, tokens of this sort of functionality can be classified as merely just software, yeah. it, it finally gives it a sort of pigeonhole that it can live in. It yep. gives it away, it can be classified. It kind of removes this whole sort of unknowingness behind at least one area of crypto that is yet to be sort of mapped out completely. But pretty big piece. Um, yeah, it is. Again, not confirmed, but, you know, it's the angle that Polkadot's taken. They've, you know, consulted quite a few number of specialists in the area. And yeah, we're just, I guess, keen to see if that's maybe one of the first things that break. Um, it's interesting if that, if that is, if that does come to fruition and it is yep. kind of deemed as a software, if there's a connection to Ethereum. Yeah, like Gavin Wood, one of the founders, being Correct. one of the early builders in Ethereum. Yeah, some would argue he is one of the initial founders, or mm. he is the initial founder of ETH as well. Yeah, and then moved on to to start up Polkadot uh, project. So interesting to see if there's any kind of correlation between the two and how Ethereum is is ran as well. Yeah, and I think it could be mirrored across like other sort of layer solutions as well. Maybe yeah. they're all just software, and you know, yeah, kind of removes that. Yeah, that's a blue skies. That's definitely that's a, a, a blue skies. That's a blue, skies <laughs> a blue skies approach, a blue sky opinion. But it's uh, definitely one to watch, and I think, definitely think it's a story worth. Yeah, worth speaking more about, especially with all the stuff happening and with the mm. SEC, as you mentioned. Yeah, it'd be good to see some progress. But yeah, yeah I mean, if we're talking progress, I guess we're not seeing it from the Gemini group and no. TCG. <laughs> I don't know how much people know about this. Like, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of an entangled story. But yeah, the long and the short of it is. Gemini, who's a crypto exchange founded by the Winklevoss twins, infamous Winklevoss twins. Everyone knows them. Everyone kind of knows them now. Yeah. Good book, actually, if people are into books, reading or audiobooks even, um, is the Bitcoin Billionaires, which is a pretty good story about how they got started and how they got screwed over by Facebook kind of at the very start of it. And it's a good read. But long story short, Gemini have an earn program. Their earn program was essentially backed or they were earning through lending to Genesis Trading, which is another company. And Genesis Trading is owned by or heavily invested in by this digital currency group, right? Digital currency group is a kind of consortium, a group of companies that are, that have been built together and they've invested in like the whole crypto ecosystem. It's founded in 2015 by that guy you mentioned, Barry, Barry Barry Siebert. Yeah. 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 And, you know, they've got kind of hundreds of projects and companies, you know, intertwined, like I said, into this digital currency group. So yeah, the long and the short of it was the Winklevoss twins 
had kind of called out this Barry Silbert saying, can I get your shit together? <laughs> Give me um, yeah. You know, DCG is responsible for yeah. the earnings or those assets lent by Genesis because they're the essentially the owners of that company. So that's kind of where it all started. And there was a bit of over and back that I won't dig into from, from the two. But, you know, the big story here for me is, well, one, that the Winklevoss twins were kind of putting DCG group into the same category as like Celsius and BlockFi and, you know, all these FTX and all these guys that just malpractice and failed. And yep. DCG owned the GBTC product, which is essentially the Bitcoin derivative product that in the US everyone kind of used early on when they couldn't get direct access, sophisticated investors, direct access to buying Bitcoin only. It's like on their stock market, right? Yeah, that's right, right. So it's, yeah. a, it's a regulated product, it's a security, all those kind of things. But, you know, it's, it's actually not Bitcoin, it's just a paper derivative. But essentially the um, GBTC has been, you know, in the bull market was trading like at a significant you know, increase in price of so like 40, 50% of its price. But now it's, it's actually like almost 50% of a discount on the Bitcoin price. So essentially anyone that bought that product had to hold it for six months. So there's a lot of people underwater. And wow. the story here is if DCG Group are in trouble or if they do fall into trouble, is this kind of regulated GPTC product going to be in trouble as well? So yeah, okay. you know, a lot of people in the US they got exposure to this product through their IRAs or their 401ks, as they call like the superannuation essentially in the US. So, you know, there's a real risk with the type of investor that are involved here and kind of just interesting to see how it's going to play out. But hauling GPTC means you need to lock it up for six months. So anytime you have it locked up, they obviously, you don't have any control and it's not actually in your custody or anything like that. So, but it's not actually Bitcoin at the end of the day, it's just a product. So mm. this is one that we're watching the story that we're worried about or we're concerned about is does it have effect on the actual Bitcoin price mm. if something like that was to happen? So yep. I think that's one just we'll continue to keep an eye on and, and see what happens next with it. Yeah, I think there's some sort of date on the next due date for some contract expiring and it is May, so it's a little bit of a wait. But at the end of the day, a lot of Gemini customers not getting their own, I guess. Yeah, and I think Genesis, like, so Gemini Earn program has been kind of halted. So you're kind yeah. of assets locked in because of the knock-on effect of Genesis. Yeah, and I think Genesis CEO came out and, and kind of said, you know, that they have got hopes, but I think they're relying on fundraising to be able to fill the gap, and fill the holes. Yeah, and, and again, this is just continued fallout from FTX. There was exposure to FTX. Yeah, and that's just you know, the, another on yeah, it, just another yeah. victim of the whole FTX story, which is just keeps going, just keeps going. You know, trying to don't want to start off the the year with this type of a story, but I mean, it's just something for people to What's keep, in the news, right? keep an eye on. Yeah, absolutely. Got to be aware. I mean, other news that we sort of seen come to light as well is, again, talking about people getting getting screwed over, Mt. Gox. They'll be waiting another two months to receive their first tranche in terms of repayments. Yeah. So I've heard those dates so many times now. It's uh, just like, it's hard to, hard it's, to believe. It's wild. So yeah, apparently we'll start in March 23 and continue all the way out until September, which is the, the deadline that's currently in place. Yep. But I guess in some more lightning news, the new British PM, Rishi, basically thrown the gauntlet down to make UK the crypto tax haven of the world. So interesting one, right? That's an interesting one following, you know, Brexit and everything that, it, yeah. that they've done in the UK. It's an interesting kind of strategy. And yeah, I mean, I think every country, especially in 2020 and 21, mm. leading into 22, you know, they were all talking about we're going to be the digital asset or the crypto hub of, of the world, right? Like yep. there's a lot of opportunity there, a lot of countries with, with talent in those areas where obviously, you know, 
they saw the the kind of writing on the wall or the money on the table for them to go okay. and pursue. A lot has changed, but the UK, I guess, are, are kind of sticking by their earlier statements as well, which is which is interesting in the back of what we've seen. There's not too many people running to to kind of support crypto at the moment. Yeah, it's it's a, all been just jump on the bandwagon yeah. and keep pushing down and down. So it's pretty bold when you think of it from an optics point of view to be at the top of the country and to say this yeah. is what we're putting priority on. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, especially like a powerhouse like the UK. I mean, it's yeah. not, you know, we're not talking about El Salvador here. We're talking no. about the UK. So mm. yeah, it's definitely interesting one to watch. But yeah, they say they plan to kick off consultations in the coming weeks on how the sector will be regulated. I mean, they've already got conditions and ways that they tax it you know, themselves internally, but yeah. This is more focused on foreign investors basically getting access to exemptions. Essentially, it sounds like they just want people to come there for their investment management sort of solutions. Yeah, yeah for, sure, remove, for remove. sure. Well, Miss, on the on the regulators and, and regulations front, I guess definitely worth, worth mentioning the SwiftX Earn program closed as well. So yep. it's been a product that I've been very close to, as you, as you know, and, and something that we've been very proud of and paid out a lot of money to, to users and a lot of assets to users over the over the last 10 months or something it was live for. Yeah, down to, I guess, coming to to talk about regulation, regulators and, you know, what, what regulation looks like, especially in Australia and what that mm. landscape, how that landscape evolves over the next year. I think 2023 trend we're hoping is going to be you know, we're going to get some kind of classification or regulation around digital assets. And, yeah. you know, really, I think it should strengthen up the industry overall. Like not everybody sees it like that, but I think that's really what we need to be able to draw a line in the sand and, and move forward. So I guess one of the, uh, yeah, one of the things that course of action that, that we've taken in SwiftX, obviously, you know, close the program for now until kind of we get some more clear regulations about how these kind of features are spoken about and how they're viewed. So yep. there was a lot of speculation around, but we're not, you know, we're not removing the, the program because of any losses. We, we've we said multiple times, no connection to FTX or any of those guys, no issues with client assets, one-to-one backed blockchain Australia statement there. And, you know, we're committed to working with regulators and working with government bodies and whoever we need to essentially to get it get it back online and, and that's kind of where we're at at the moment but yeah it's a bit of a it is a bit of a sad one like today is actually the day where we're closing it so yeah but i guess just that's just kind of the sign of the times at the moment and just where we see the industry is definitely we're definitely going through a reset and i think the strong are the companies that are doing the right thing and that are kind of committed to that long-term future of products and features like earn are, are really the ones that are going to be the shining lights come out of this you know because it will recover you know yeah <laughs> I, I love when when people say to me or you know i'm sure have you've heard it as well Christmas like crypto is done now you know like yeah. like that's that's a sign for me like the same as it was in 2018 and 19 yep. before we had the next run right so we are expecting a, a bit of a more of a cool off year I suppose this year with some less volatility but less volatility could actually be good if it's if it's kind of you know kicking along the right direction and yeah, that's and what we're, when you see the events that happened last year, like it's not something that just recovers quickly. It takes exactly. time. Takes time, and you know, part of that time is maybe we can get the house in order a little bit in terms yep. of regulation in the space and yep. what that means for the average person is there's more protection, there's more agencies for them to go through that's to, right. to yeah. take action against you know malfeasance and things like that. So I mean, everyone's talking about you know self custody as well yep. at the moment, which is a hot topic, and I. Obviously, you know, I've been in crypto a long time, same as yourself. Yeah. Like we we know how to do it and we know what way we should be doing it and the right processes. But the user experience is not still terrible. Level. It's still pretty pretty bad. Yeah. So, you know, it's it is not for everyone at this moment. So maybe, you know, this next twelve months is our opportunity to to try and improve that and try and increase ways to to upskill people and, you know, taking custody of your assets. 
you know, any company that does rely on you sitting your assets kind of on their platform, that's not really the model that you want to be, you want to be holding to. Like you, you should be buying your crypto on the exchange. If you've got short-term trading, you keep some of it under. If you don't, you take custody of it. We're going back to basics, right? Yeah. Everyone wants to complicate something that's quite simple. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, that's where we're at, mate. That stage. Did you have another story to cover on? Yeah, there's, uh, I guess, just a bit of a, off the cuff, as we like to say, um, it's not huge, but there's just, again, a bit of an adoption piece that, you know, LG, the electronics giants looking to bring Metaverse to its TVs. So basically a good one for any NFT enthusiasts. Now be able to use a service known as Blade Wallet, basically to buy, sell and trade digital artwork from a TV. Yeah. So essentially, I don't know how it works, but right. assuming there might be some sort of way that you can show digital art and TV, which doesn't sound too unreasonable. But yeah, just again, just showing that there's other yeah. people still foraying into the space, even though yeah. everything's pretty much, again, like as you sort of mentioned again with the UKPM jumping in on the crypto train, like it's, um, you know, we're looking down the barrel of prices across the board being down anywhere from what we just had before, you know, Moonbeam 99% to Bitcoin still down about 85-ish percent from its highs. You know, people still talking and building in crypto. It's, yeah. it's quite cool. So... I've seen about yeah. 10 tweets today that says oh, yeah? NFTs are pumping again. Oh, God. Which I don't know whether to believe it or not, but it's probably just this short-term recovery and every NFT project is probably getting a bit of an uplift as well. That's what happened last time. I remember the December, November price action of 2021. Yeah, it was the markets ran and NFTs went afterwards yeah. and then yeah. everything kind of fell over. Well, let's just hope not that order again. Yeah, just let's not do that again. Thank you very much. Yeah. Guys, it's been awesome. Thanks again for for tuning in. Great to be back with having the hot seat here in 2023. And yeah, we'll be touching base again with you guys weekly for the crypto catch up. Switching up, you know, we just want to talk to everyone a bit more frequently. So we'll be switching up to a weekly appearance. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we'll catch you guys soon. And uh, thanks for tuning in. And yeah, follow us on across all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, at Tapping Into Crypto. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Catch you later. Thank you so much for joining us for today's show. If you liked it, don't forget to head over to the gram and join us at Tapping Into Crypto. And before we finish up, just a general disclaimer that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And the opinions on this podcast belong to individuals and are not affiliated with any companies mentioned. Any advice is general in nature and does not take into account your own personal situation. If you're looking to get advice, please seek out the help of a licensed financial advisor. We'll talk to you soon.